0: Welcome to our first episode of series three of the Nutrition Nibble podcast. Today we will be having a discussion about whether healthy foods are more or less expensive than junk foods. We are exploring whether the cost of healthy foods detracts Gen Z from buying it and what will happen to our society if important nourishment required for teens is neglected. How can we ensure teens are choosing responsible food choices? We are joined by Emily Shears pharmacist, and woman health educator to help us unpack some of these questions. Emily, what can you tell us about teens opting for fast food when they go out? Could the appearance and packaging of healthy foods turn teens away?
1: Thanks, Parnian. Lovely to be here. I think one of the things we need to realise and just touch on before we get into any of the marketing and influence is that there's three really key things when we make food choices. one is that we do it for fuel, we do it for nourishment, and we do it for, an in, for enjoyment. So making healthy choices all the time, while well, that's the preferred option, it doesn't have to be all of the time. Um, so in terms of opting for fast food, a lot of that comes down to how you're influenced every single day. So if you're just walking to the bus stop, you might see a marketing campaign for something totally subliminally, um, and then you get to a store and that is already a memory created. So you go to what you know. So the colours, the branding, all of that type of thing will influence what you then choose in a store. Um, and we don't do that with healthy foods. We don't see carrots advertised in bus bus stops. You know, we see prime drinks or Red Bull um, or barbecue shapes. There's all these things that are the unhealthy choice that are marketed. And so when you're standing around waiting for the bus or you're seeing public transport go by, or you're going to a football match, you're getting fed this information all the time and your brain stores that as a memory. So in terms of how the choice is made, um, marketing is influencing you all day, every day, which makes it very
0: difficult to override. That's an amazing response. How can we better utilise school education to promote healthy food choices for kids and teenagers?
1: I think first and foremost, it's about understanding when and why you're making those choices. So, for if you're studying for an exam or if you've got reason to be really fueling really, you cons- know, considered way, um, then understanding what your body needs in terms of a fuel requirement is really important. And so that you're getting the nourishment, so your body can um, continue to study, it can perform. And it's understanding how your body works is probably one of the key things. Um, But also I think it's providing those food choices in the school setting so that then you go to a store, whether it's a supermarket or a milk bar or a whole food store, Mm. and you already understand the difference between the choices that you're making. It also comes down to being able to read packaging. Um, Certainly one of the things I try to encourage is if you're going to a supermarket is to shop the external aisles of the supermarket so you you pushed in through fresh produce and you spat back out past milk and fridge at the, the fridges at the end. So all the stuff in the middle where all the packaged stuff is, um, that's where we want to have not so much of that in the supermarket trolley. So I think it's, it's understanding what your body needs, it's understanding how marketing works, and it's understanding when you need to be making the really healthy choices and when you can, you know, let live a little bit and enjoy a night out with your friends I think is also an important
0: point. Thank you. Um, Third of all, how do the demographics of where someone might live influence their food choices? This is really interesting because
1: we see this happening and playing out in real time right now. Um, through West Melbourne, where the Western Growth Corridor is, we know that some of the uh, food choices that they have is limited. So there, there are basically food deserts. So the, to get to a supermarket or a really good farmer's market option is quite difficult. You have to go by car. Now everyone in that Western Growth Corridor doesn't necessarily have a car, they're relying on public transport. so. To get to the good food options is very, very difficult. The other thing which is heavily influences our choices is our culture. So culture and family. So we have lots of things at play, um, and you know in terms of making the right decision for you, it can be a bit of a battle if you've only got one supermarket ten kilometres away. So certainly in the more affluent suburbs, we know that they have more choice, which makes it easier to make the right choices.
0: Yeah. Um, what advice do you have to help teens make healthy choices when they are out in the city with friends? How do all the fast food outlets compare? For example, McDonald's, KFC, Hungry Jack's, etc.?
1: Well, I think it comes back to that first point Um, and certainly around that food. We we have food for three reasons, fuel, nourishment and enjoyment. And I think we've got to remember the enjoyment one, uh, especially when we're socialising and to not, you know, berate ourselves if we do have a fast food. Um, Interestingly, the first point of the Brazil food guidelines is that food isn't just about nutrient intake, it's about sharing a meal. It's about food preparation. Um, it might even include growing our own food. So these are all things to take into con- consideration. Um, so enjoyment, enjoyment of food, I think, is really key. So if you're going to enjoy the social aspect of having KFC with friends, and it's a you know once a month type of thing, I think that is okay. In terms of making the better choice with all of those options, um, I'm. I would think the sushi or the rice paper roll options or your Vietnamese cuisines or Thai, all of those those options will include your rice and the vegetable and protein, which, um, which we did cover. We do cover in a later episode about what a plate should look like. So we should always have plant matter. We should also have carbohydrates and protein. So if you're out and you've got to make a choice with all of those things, see if you can cover those three key items. So rainbow colored, plant, matter, carbohydrate and protein.
0: Thank you so much, Emily, for your incredible responses. If you'd like to learn more about some of the topics we covered today, simply head over to our show notes. In our next episode, we talk to Emily about the commonly held belief that meat is the only source of protein.